0: there's gonna be consequences. Everything costs something, all right? And so a lot of times, if we would look at ourselves today, there's a lot physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, if we are weak in some areas, we're uh, suffering consequences of things that we should have took care of earlier in our lives. Does that make sense? If I would have handled my money in a better way, my finances in a better way, then I'd be in a better place than I am now. And so now I'm suffering the consequences of not handling my finances the way I should. This will hurt when I get ready to say this because it upsets people. People are in have physical conditions that you're dealing with because you're suffering the consequences of not taking care of yourself earlier in your life. There was a, a, a ball player called Mickey Mantle that played for the Yankees, Oklahoma boy. He played for the Yankees and he was dying with liver cancer because he was an alcoholic, and he had, he said something that I'll never forget. He said, if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have took better care of myself. Are you with what I'm saying? And so we, we, we're going to talk about that today is because it's very important to us, and it's very important to us to understand it is. It's just like... Now, when I was coaching, I would tell uh, the, the, the runners, you don't win a, a, a race, the day of the race, you win in practice. You win in practice. And, uh, and if you don't practice hard, and I would tell them, you're gonna suffer the consequences of not working hard in practice. But if you work hard in practice, you're going to be rewarded, you're going to be rewarded for your work when it's race time, are y'all with me? And so, it is, it's, it's the same way in life. I've watched myself, I've seen people in here. I've, 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 I've counseled with people and seen them, and you, you don't want to be mean to tell them that. Well, you should have taken care of that up there. Now you gotta suffer the consequences here. Are you with me? And so, what we got to do is learn this. Now, it's just like, I've been to a lot of elderly homes, uh, you know, those homes where people are in there, and uh, to visit folks. And I, as you walk down the halls, you see a lot of people, especially if you go consistently to see someone, you see a lot of people by themselves. And, we, and sometimes we feel sorry for those people, and we're saying, well, why isn't there somebody there to help those people? Well, then sometimes, if you really, not all the time, but sometimes it's the way those people treated people, in their life. And so now they're suffering the consequences that they're suffering by themselves. Do you understand what I'm saying? It may not be an excuse for people not to, but I'm trying to get you to understand you suffer the consequences of the things that you do. And so there are certain things that we need, Unfortunately for us, maybe there's some things that you can do now to be able to help yourself for the rest of your years. Now, I'm 74 now, okay, and I'm working harder now uh, in my life doing the diet things and doing the workouts and the exercising because I don't want to suffer the consequences if, if I get in the 80s or, or close to 90 because I didn't do what I should have done 10 years before I got there. Are you with me? Does anybody understand what I'm talking about? See, some things are not on God. Now, a lot of people blame stuff on God. He ain't got nothing to do with that. God had nothing to do with you not taking care of yourself. The devil ain't even got nothing to do with you taking care of yourself. And so so we want to do that. We want to start. And many of us in, in here, it's mostly senior, seniors in here, but many of you are looking uh, uh, on the on live stream this morning. You need to teach your children at a very young age to let them under, get an understanding of uh, your consequences. If you don't study hard, you going to, It's going to come up on the test. That's just how it works. It's, you know, we need to understand that. If and we need to teach them at a. I'm talking about a very, very young age. That, that if you if you touch something hot, it'll burn. Do you understand? So so we want to talk about this today because there's a lot of people suffering. You can be saved and go to heaven and still suffer in your life because of the mistakes that you've made. And so I want to start out with one of my favorite scriptures, Ecclesiastics 11:1. and 1. Uh, cast your bread upon the surface of the water. Mm-hmm. It says cast your bread upon the surface of the water and? Be diligently active. Be diligently active. Remember this, cast your bread upon the waters, and wait a minute, and be diligently active. And here's very important.
1: Make thoughtful decisions.
0: You got to make thoughtful decisions. This is the scripture: when you cast your bread upon that, wall, you make thoughtful decisions. When you get ready to do something, say something, buy something, whatever it is, you need to think about it. I, I think Rita Franklin had a song years ago: "You better think." You remember that? What you are doing to me? Yeah. And so we, you need to think, and it says carefully. You know, make careful decisions. You know, when you get ready to make those decisions, there's a many person. That, that, that got uh, uh, weighed down making a bad decision, picking up something that they couldn't carry, all right? And you know, I tell people all the time, we always talk about in the scripture, I mean, we always talk about in conversation, watch who you put in your life, because it, it, you gotta make a good decision who you put in your life. And then Pastor Fields tells everybody, and you better make a good decision who you put out of your life you understand what I'm saying? Because it's just important who you put out of your life. It's just important who in. You need to make a careful decision of what you're getting ready to do. It can go in any area of your life. If It's a young person. You want to think about your career. You need where you go to college, all the things, your opportunity, jobs, all of this. You need to be very thoughtful to make that decision. When you get ready to get in a relationship, you start dating. For you young folks out there, you make a careful decision of, of who you put in your life. Are you with me? Careful decision. When you get ready to get married, you need and the two greatest things a person ever do is the first one is to take Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, and second is your spouse. These are the two greatest choices you'll ever make in your life. Yes, taking Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and your spouse. You need to be very thoughtful about those decisions. And it says... For you will find it after many days. Well, after many days, whatever you've tossed out there, it's going to come back, you see. And many of us in here that's older uh, seniors in here, we can say amen to that because we've we've all said at one time or another. If I knew what I knew now, then I would have made a greater decision. Well, one thing about it through this lesson you're getting now, you can help your children and your grandchildren to make better decisions than you have made. One of the things that we need to do is quit being afraid to tell our children and our grandchildren the mistakes that we made in our lives. They all understand that we weren't perfect. You, know, you see, there's been many mistakes that I've made in my life and, and, and I suffer the consequences of those things. All right. And so we're going to, I'm going to repeat myself a lot. It's thoughtful decisions. Because it's going to come back in many a day. The message.
1: Be generous. Invest in acts of charity.
0: And say, be generous and and invest in acts of charity. In other words, love. Charity and love about the same thing. Charity yields high returns. Because what you do, acts of charity come back to you. You see, even the Bible tells you that if you pay your tithe to give your tithe. That's not me talking. And now people say, oh, the church, that church, ain't had nothing to do with that. That's God saying that if you do this, if you do your 10, he'll multiply it four times. That's, that's scripture telling us that. So God is one who believes in acts of charity. All right. So so because it'll come back, it may not come back when you think it, but it'll come back when you really need it. I, it's been a proven fact in my life. And so what we're doing here, are you getting with me? You know, the title is what goes around, comes around. So whatever you put out there, what goes around, it's coming back. So if you put out ugly, ugly coming back. Now you put out mean, means coming back. But if you put out charity, it's coming back. It doesn't matter. I've seen a many of people, my mother used to say this all the time, she said, you got by but you didn't get away. Yeah, you know what, you know what was coming next. You to, yeah, 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 you got by but you didn't get away, come here. You you see what I'm saying? So we need to understand that. And see, sometimes when we do acts of charity, we're looking for it to come right now. No, it'll come when you at most need it. Are you with me? All right? Am I doing all right? Now we're going to go to Isaiah 3,
1: verse 11, first from the
0: Amplified. And you're probably going to get tired of me, but if you get this, if you get this, it'll change your life. I'm telling you, these scriptures will change your life. All right. Whoa! Judgment is coming to the wicked. The, the judgment is coming to the wicked. Uh, and it, and there was one. Uh, there's a scripture that the, the Lord says, "Revenge is mine," saith the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does, yeah. dearly beloved. You see, he's he's talking to. You. He says he starts out with that. And those that do grab, uh, wrath. But he's saying here, "Vengeance is mine," saith the Lord. Right. Yeah, right. He'll repay them. You see, so we have to be careful. Sometimes some of us are suffering and have suffered because we didn't do what's right. Now we got to pay God, and he ain't like your mama. He'll forgive you, but you'll still suffer the consequences. All right, here we go.
1: It shall go badly with him, for what his hand has done shall be done to him.
0: And sooner or later, what you've done to somebody, it'll wind up being done to you. You see, I've seen him many, many times. A, a, a friend of mine, you know, had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful wife. You see, had a wonderful wife, man. She was just awesome. It was a very awesome wife. But he was one of these kind of abusive type guys, mouth and all that. Uh, when he got sick, he suffered big time. Yeah, he, he suffered big time because, you see, he, it all came back. Ugly came back. You see? I'm trying to treat Sister Gwen like she's a queen. Yeah, because, you know, I don't know how I'm going to end up on this other end. You see? You understand? But, yeah, he suffered a lot because he he mistreated her. And when he needed her the most, it was grace that allowed her to help him. You see? So you want to get this, people. Get this. All right?
1: And from the message, it says, but doom to the wicked, disaster. Everything they did will be
0: done to them. And this is what, when wicked people, everything that they've done, come on, Mm -hmm. will be done to them. You got to be careful with that stuff. Uh, I remember years ago, uh, there's a, in the church out there was a guy called Daddy Steve. He was the uh, husband of the pastor. And uh, I remember going to St. Mary's. St. Mary's Hospital used to be up on 31st Street. Only us old people know that. And I went to see him, but a lot of people wasn't in there to see him. And he said this, I'll never forget, he said, Johnny, because yeah, he was in a bad way. He said, Johnny, uh, uh, you gotta be careful how you treat people because you don't know how you're gonna go down. Mm-hmm. All right, All right. All right. You see." We have to be careful how we treat people. Because we don't know how we're going to go down. And especially in these families. All right? And
1: again from the passion. But woe to the guilty. For they will get fully what they deserve.
0: Yeah, you go, the, the guilty is going to get fully what they deserve. You see? Now, saved people don't. It's And thank God for salvation. That God gave me a second chance because I definitely don't want what I deserve. You see? Be very careful, because you get what you deserve. All right? As the kids say, I So be careful, because you don't want to get what you deserve. You see? There's been times, though, that I have admitted in my life, younger life, in the 30s and 40s, because there's some things that I hadn't done right that caught up with me, And I didn't cry about it and get upset about it because what I said was, I deserve this. I'm getting what I deserve. There are things said, I had to take it because I'm getting what I deserve. You see, thank God now that I'm living a better life. All right?
1: Now we're going to go to Proverbs 26, verse 27.
0: And I told you I was going to repeat myself because I want you to get this. We don't want to be sowing. Oh, I'm, I'm getting that later, right? Sowing seeds. This comes on later. We don't want to be putting stuff out that's going to come back. Mm-hmm. Ugly. Mm-hmm. You see? We got all of this craziness going on now in politics and all of this. I'm, both sides. All this craziness and people doing this and people doing that. That stuff's going to come back. Mm-hmm. That's right. That stuff's going to come back on you. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go.
1: So first from the voice. The one who digs a trap or pit for another will
0: fall into it. It says, well, if you dig a pit for another, you're going to fall into it. Mm-hmm. There was a, 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 when I was a, in church at St. Mary's, there's a, uh, Bishop Smith was there. And he used to walk around and say, if you dig a ditch, dig two. Mm-hmm. You dig a ditch, yeah, he said all the time, if you're going to dig a ditch, dig two. You see? Because you're gonna fall in the same ditch or a ditch just like you dug for somebody else. Scripture's telling us that. So all right? And the one who starts rolling a stone will have it roll back over you. When you start rolling a stone, it said, Be careful, it's gonna roll back over you. The same thing that you roll up, it's gonna roll back down on you. You see? All right.
1: Go ahead, set a trap for others, and then watch as it snaps back on you. And
0: some of us have been, uh, yes, go ahead and set a trap for somebody else, Brother Trevor. You know what I'm saying? Watch it snap back on you. You see? It may be 10 years later, 15 years later, 20 years later, but sooner or later, it's going to come back on you. You see? And these are uncomfortable messages because, see, I love being a coach. I love being a coach because it's just real what this is saying here. I'm trying to get you to have a better life. You see, the younger you get this, the better off you're gonna be. You see, because it's coming back. You see, everything comes back again, good or bad, it's coming back again, all right? As mama says, be careful, you got by, but you didn't get away. So we got to be careful of what we do and what we say and how we treat other people. And this is one most, a lot of you ain't going to like in here. you got to be careful how you treat your body. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says. God ain't supposed to take care of your body, you are. And it's hard sometimes to get up and go walk. It's hard sometimes to eat that small meal. Give up bread, sugar. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that. But it's harder Mm -hmm. when you have to face the consequences in life. Do you all know that the average American, they say the average American can't come up with $500 cash. I think it was something like that. That's hard when, when things run out. You see? You love me? There's a scripture that even tells us about that. God, he was talking to them, they didn't get it. Uh, Solomon was talking, they didn't get it. He said, I'll tell you what you need to do. He says, go look at the ants. No, he tells them it's a proverb, you can look it up. He says, go look at the ants. And what he was trying to tell them in the summertime, you've all seen ants, they got all those little ants. What are they doing in the summertime? They're working in the summertime, putting food up for wintertime so they don't suffer the consequences in winter and starve. And he was telling them in the, in, in, in the Proverbs, he was telling us, hey, that be, it's, Hey, wintertime's coming. You see? Don't get to partying too much and spending too much money. Throwing your money away too much, you need to save some money, put some stuff up. Because when wintertime comes, you'll have something to feed off of. Right. That's a proverb. Look it up. Amen. Because it's a consequence. If you, if you play too much in the summertime, he's saying, you play too much in the summertime, you're going to suffer in the wintertime. That's how he says, and King James says, consider Uh the ants. I'm trying to tell you, you suffer the consequences in life. Uh Physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, you're going to suffer the consequences, either good or either bad. Are you with me? Am I doing all right? All right. Then
1: it says, start a landslide, and you'll be the
0: one who gets crushed. It says, start a landslide, and you'll be the one that gets crushed. Got to be careful. Yep. You start that mess yeah. and it'll all come back on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the scripture talking. That's come on. Oh you learning something? Are yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. oh, you learning now is the time? Start now doing good. What you put up in your savings account mm-hmm. is what's going to be in there if you got an empty one. that's. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You see? Don't forget, some of you in here, remember Mickey Mantle if I knew if I was going to live this long, I'd have took better care of myself. That was his. Yeah. I never forgot that. And so I, I, when he, when, when, this has been years ago when he said that, I began to, it, it, it touched my spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see? There's been, many, there's been many a time you all say, you all think it's easy for Pastor Fields to get up here, and Pastor Fields, and people say, oh, he works out, he stays. Yeah, there's it, been many times you don't want to get up and walk you don't want to go downstairs to the gym I was tired and I laid around all day yesterday just kind of reading and watching I said oh god it's about eight, by 7 o'clock I went down there and done my hour workout because I don't want to suffer the consequences of not doing it you see alright you with me
1: all right, let's turn to Galatians 6, verse 7 through 10 from the message. Don't be misled. No one makes a fool of God. What a person plants, he will harvest. Whoa,
0: God God is looking at you. What you plant yes. is what you harvest. You just heard that young man say, yes. God's giving you spiritual gifts. He didn't give you a spiritual gift to throw it away. He gave you this spiritual gift. Yes, to use it, So that you can have a harvest. That's bringing somebody to Christ. That's helping somebody with a smile. That's calling somebody up and seeing how they're doing. We have a lot of people in the church. I won't do names. They're coming in and clean churches, cleaning rugs, cleaning bathrooms, doing all of these other things. You see? Doing good. Able to. Now, here's some people, and you need to be careful about this. You see, too many people, I'm going to talk about President Trump. You know what thing I don't like about President Trump? people are focused on what he should do and what he shouldn't do instead of themselves. Well, amen. Now you need to worry about what you do and what you shouldn't do. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, that's a trick of the devil to get you focusing on somebody else's. Now you stay focused on this one. All right?
1: The person who plants selfishness, ignoring the needs of others, ignoring God. Harvest a crop of wheat. Whoa, the
0: person who plants, crop, I mean, you got these gifts, the young man just got through telling us, and we, we, we plant them, and ignoring others, they said that, ignoring others, because we're here to help one another. Ignoring others. Wow. When, when I ignore someone God has put in my life, when I ignore that person, I'm ignoring God. Mm-hmm. Period. All right. And, I, you and he harvests a crop of weeds. That's right. A crop of weeds. And weeds are?
1: One that tends to overgrow or choke out more desirable.
0: Wow. Now, some people are planting weeds. Now, I'm going to go a little different here. You got to watch out for the weed planters. You got to watch out for the weed planters. Because they will try to plant weeds in your life and choke out the goodness of God in your life. You see? You see? There have been many of weed. Look at me. I'm on the camera. Watch out for the weed planters. They're coming in your life to plant weeds. And those weeds will choke out the very, I've seen them choke out the very life of people. In this church. So, you got to watch out for the weed planters. That's right. See? We don't want to be weed planters. Okay? Go ahead.
1: And the Amplified says, for whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he will reap.
0: So, whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. You see? Don't be feeling sorry and pitiful. You sowed it, now you're going to reap it. That's just how it works, you see. And, and especially, uh, I can say this, we are t- terrible in the African American community. Mm-hmm. We're terrible with that, church. No, everything ain't God. God didn't put that on me. Mm-hmm. I put that on me. Right. My bad choices put that on me. Right. Everything ain't the devil, devil ain't had nothing to do with that. Right. I had everything I needed, I made bad choices. You see, I planted those weeds in my garden. And it choked the finance out, choked the life out, choked, yes. You see, choked friends out. Because of what I planted. You've got to have nothing to do with that. It's my responsibility. So if it's my responsibility, I love that. If it's my responsibility and I have the power to make the choices, I'm good with that. Because now I have the assistance of the Holy Spirit born again, I can make the right choices. I know two things. I know to look out for the weed planters, and I know not to be a weed planter. You understand what I'm saying? Because knowing wait a minute, because that weed planter, you're going to suffer that. You see? Actually, there have been people who have planted weeds in relationships and left a relationship and went over someplace else. Huh? And planted some weeds, and that person left them there with the weeds. You see? Oh, yes. You got to be careful with that. Are y'all with me this morning? Yes. Am I doing all right? Yes. I have no idea where I'm Verse at. Verse 8. Okay.
1: But the one who plants in response to God... Letting God's Spirit do the
0: growth work in him. See, I want to plant in response to God, letting God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. do the growth and the work in me. That's right. You see? The Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to come in and do the work with you. Because the Holy Spirit won't plant any seeds of weeds. That's right. Amen. All right.
1: And if you do this, you will harvest a crop of real life. And real
0: life life. comes because I planted the seeds of the Holy Spirit. I let the Holy Spirit come into my life, and the Holy Spirit gave me the wisdom, the knowledge, the foresight, and the insight to plant the right seeds. And now I'm harvesting the crops of real life, eternal life. Real life. Mm -hmm. All right. Give you real life. Mm -hmm. Oh, are you with me? Oh, you're learning something change your life. Quit mummering. Start all over again. Pull up the weeds out your garden and start planting some good seeds. It's never too late. It's never too late.
1: And again from the passion. The harvest you reap reveals the seed that was planted.
0: See you can look at some people and and you can look at them and you can see what seeds they planted Mm -hmm. by what they reaping. That's, that's hard. That's hardcore. Yeah. But you could see it. Yeah. You see? Don't nobody get all upset at me. Get upset at whoever wrote the Bible. I had nothing to do with this. I like it, but I didn't have nothing to do with this. People come to church where well, the pastor said, the no, pastor just telling you what this is. That's right. In other words, get responsible. Yes. Be responsible and make the right decisions. Yes. You see? It's never too late. Right. And it's never too early to teach your children.
1: If you plant the corrupt seeds of self-life into this natural realm, you can expect to experience a harvest of corruption. When you
0: when you plant seeds from the flesh, that's self and selfish. Guess what you're going to get? Seeds of corruption. That's right. But but if you plant the good seeds of spirit life, Mm -hmm. big spirit. That's what it said. Spirit life. You will reap the beautiful fruits that grow from everlasting life of the Spirit. That's scripture. Beautiful fruit. And you can see, and I've seen people in this church, I've seen people in this church, it's just like, man, every time you look around, they're getting a blessing. Mm -hmm. There are people in this church, and I am so grateful for the people that are doing their tithes and their goodwill offerings. I am so grateful because I'm grateful for two reasons. It keeps the church going. It gets all the everything done. But I'm so grateful because I know that they're going to be blessed. Because God said that, not me. They're going to be blessed. Yes. Yes. Amen. They're going to be blessed with the beautiful fruits mm-hmm. from everlasting life of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit will bless you. Yes. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit will bless you. Yes. Ah, message. Remember, I said I was going to repeat myself.
1: Verse nine, so let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. And
0: sometimes, Sister Cozy, you can get fatigued from doing good. And it's just like, how long, Lord? How long? You know, and you get sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of doing good, right? It seems like you're doing all the good and nobody else is doing anything to help. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? you doing all that good. And it's just like, has God left me? Does he know I'm still down here? And, and sometimes you, you get to looking and you look at somebody ain't doing nothing. Look like they getting blessed for, for real. Yeah. And, you, and you, you're struggling, but you keep doing good because see, you don't know, they, they coming. Mm-hmm. But your day's coming too. And your day is going to be beautiful fruit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, your day's going to be a beautiful life. Your, your day's going to be eternal life. Okay, where did I stop? Or As
1: it says in verse 9, at the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we don't give up
0: or quit. Don't give up and don't quit. You're going to harvest Uh a good crop. See, you could be helping somebody right now that's, that, you know, you're trying to do this that, and you're teaching them, and you're and you coaching, especially coaching. Sometimes when you're coaching, what the, the greatest thing to see is when you've rode somebody, and, you know, and sometimes uh, the athletes don't like coach, right? And you look at them, and you smile because you see the results of their hard work and your teaching. Because coaching is really teaching. And they do that, and you watch them come across that finish line, and you see that smile, and you see the fruit that they have, the awards that they get, and you're able to be a part of that. You want to make God smile? Plant the right seeds of good. You see?
1: All right. And again, from the passion don't allow yourselves to be weary or disheartened. And planting good seeds.
0: Don't don't quit. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Keep planting good seeds. Yeah. Keep planting good seeds. All right. You see, I've been watching on TV and when they show those people that are dying in these hospitals mm-hmm. and nurses crying and and uh, they're underpaid. Mm-hmm. Uh okay how much they get they're underpaid. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to get on there and, and hug them and say, you're gonna get a greater reward than what your check is. Because God is going to bless you for what you are doing and doing for these people. God's gonna bless you. Or I watch sometimes when people help their parents, their parents get to elderly parents and they take care of their elderly parents and that's a, that's a job. You see, if it, there's a book called When the, when the Children Become the Parent. And, uh, and parents, people do that. Oh, you God's gonna bless you. You see, it just seems hard at the time, mm-hmm. but he's going to bless you. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, I admire people who do that. Right. All right?
1: For the season of reaping the wonderful harvest you planted is coming.
0: Yeah, one of these days, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's coming. Oh, yeah. it, oh, it's coming. You may not see it, but it's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we don't want to talk about the hardcore things. Mm-hmm. You know, I've watched, you know, as a pastor, I've seen this, everybody stay with me now, because I'm going somewhere with this. As a pastor, I've watched people do a lot for their parents, their elderly parents and, and others, and then I've watched them go to funerals and fall apart. Mm-hmm. Then I've watched others that done what they're supposed to be doing have joy mm-hmm. because they knew that they'd done everything that they could possibly do. Right. And they're able to stand. You, you can always find the guilty one. Right. Yeah, you see that not, not all the time. You see that one doing all that. Yeah, that's the one that ain't done nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And don't be putting on Facebook crazy stuff, folks. I'm just trying to make a point. All right? And again I, from
1: the Amplified, okay. verse 9. Okay. let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good
0: let us not i don't want you all to come to of doing good i know this is some tough times for at the proper time we'll reap if we do not give in we just can't give in it's some tough times but we're gonna be all right okay
1: and from the voice may we never tire of doing what is good and right before our lord because in His season we shall bring in a great harvest if we can just persist in
0: God's season in God's time. You're going to get a blessing. I'm telling you, you're going to get a blessing. I promise you, He'll do that. And the reason I can promise you'll do that, He promised you He'll do that. I'm just telling you what He promised. He'll do that. Don't get tired, people. Keep doing good. And sometimes doing good is not getting caught up in all this chaos and confusion, brother Trevor. And sometimes doing good is all right. I, they had a march in Washington or something yesterday, and folks, some people got stabbed. What is that? No, I'm gonna do good. You know what doing good is? Get on your knees. Just pray. Sometimes you need to do this. Get here. Pray. So we doing good? All right. I I liked. Uh, thank you. I liked uh, uh, the Chiefs are playing Miami Dolphins today. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And I can't think of the young man. I should be able to know his name because uh, the quarterback for the Miami, uh, uh, P- 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 whatever his name is, was talking about how great a quarterback our guy is, mm-hmm. Mahomes is. He said, you got to give the man credit. Yeah. Yeah. You see? Give him respect. Yeah. Give respect, respect to do. Learn to do that find something good to say about somebody. I'm going to go back to Pearlie, my mama. If you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. (laughs) She used to to get me all the time. She used to tell me, you'll say anything. (laughs) Chet, you'll say anything. You need to be careful what you say. Y'all couldn't believe me as a little boy saying anything, could you? Be careful. Good thoughts. All right, here we go. (laughs)
1: Verse 10 from the message. Right now, therefore, every time we get the chance. Every
0: time we get the chance. And let me tell you something. When God has put you, when you get a chance to help somebody, the one God puts in your life, because most people go pick people to help. Now, when, you, when the ones God puts you in your life, you're getting a chance, let us work for the benefit of all. It ain't nothing on the other side of all. Be a blessing to others. That's what we want to do is be a blessing to others. Start with the people closest to us, especially to our brothers and sisters in the family and community of faith. That means the church. Mm -hmm. That's the scripture saying that church. Your brothers and sisters in the church. All right, I want to end that.
1: And the amplified. So then while we as individual believers having the opportunity, let us do good to all people. To who? all. All
0: people. Republicans? All. Democrats?
1: All.
0: Undecided or whatever they call those people. All. All. All people. Good doesn't have a good don't have any prejudices. All people. that's okay. right. All
1: right? Not only being helpful, but also doing that which promotes their spiritual well-being.
0: And so what we're doing that is promoting their spiritual well-being. And sometimes we do that we have to get with people Yes, sometimes we got to get people in check. But we're doing that for their spiritual well being. And especially be a blessing to those of the household of faith born again believers. That's That's what we're supposed to do for each other. God God is good. God is good. Am I supposed to do anything else? Did I do this Romans? Yeah,
1: you just
0: kind of quoted it. Well, let's do it just because I think I like it.
1: Right, so it's Romans 12, verse 19 from King James. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. The
0: Lord says, "Revenge is mine. Would anybody in here steal from God? Would anybody in here steal, y'all looking at me steal from God? When you try to get revenge from somebody, you stealing from God, because he said, revenge is mine. Leave it alone, let him handle it amen to that amen. all right sit ahead of lead us in prayer take us out of here
1: All right, father god in the name of jesus christ of nazareth we come to you first just thanking you lord for bringing us here and thank you for the spiritual food that you have blessed us with lord asking lord that you touch in every single one of us here and every single one of us at home that are watching lord that we learn to put these seeds and plant these good seeds lord that we are guided by you on what should be planted, not in our own will and our own willpower, but that you guide us and that you touch us so that we don't become weeds in our own garden or for anybody else and be a weed in theirs. We're asking, Lord, that you continue to increase our faith, continue to help guide us and protect us so that we can help others and be able to bring in a great harvest, Lord, We thank you, we praise you for this message, and we're just asking, Lord, that everybody hear it and put it into their life, into their mind and their heart. We thank you, we praise you, and we love you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, amen.
0: Amen, beautiful prayer, beautiful prayer. God bless you. Remember, take care of yourself and take care of others. Don't plant no weeds in your garden, and don't let nobody plant no weeds in yours. Can we do that? Am I
1: done?
0: Yes. Am I good? See you.